podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hello everyone, Saturday once again, which means you must be listening to Saturday Draft Live on Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on it, Facebook, our community page, Twitter page, YouTube page, we've got Instagram to website, just check us out wherever you can, just search search Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet into anything and we'll come up. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just how big we are. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But that's by the by. Check out our shows. We've got central shows. We've got our feature shows. We've got East Me Sweat. So we've got starting draft live. Check out my recent interview with Drew McIntyre that came out this week. We're talking about Clash at the Castle. It was very good. Uh, I'm sure you would all enjoy it. So check it out, share it, listen, get it far and wide, and yeah, love it. But we will move on to the most important show on the on the podcast, starting draft live, and I am joined by. My host today, Ryan Lewis. Ryan, how you doing? Brilliant. Hello, how are we? Doing well? I'm very well. I'm very good, very good. It's, uh, obviously, we know it's, uh, it's, a, it's a cup final day of the day, but it's, I'm, I'm not feeling the same excitement after after the after midweek. But I'm, I'm, hopefully, maybe, maybe we'll come in. Maybe we'll come in later on. Maybe I'll get the cup fever coming in. But right, right now, it's, it's, it's not quite hit me yet. But I'm sure we'll do all right. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> And you may have just heard a second laugh there. Uh, we're joined by another Saturday Draft Live host, David Talking. But Dave, you're not you're not one of the hosts today, are you? No, I am here on official championship business because if you recall, myself and Gary Kernahan won the tag team season last season. And as way of winning the season, you are awarded an opportunity at the Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet Championship. And today is the day I've decided I would like to cash in that opportunity. Oh, my, my, my. I, people, you, you, you probably know how I feel about the championship. It's something that's, it's, I, I, I care only for one thing in this podcast, and that is the draft. But people love the, the championship, so we, we, need, we entertain the people on this show. So we'll get onto that at the end, where the current champion, Roth McLeod, will join us. And I'll ask an all-important question, and we, 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 we'll move on with that. But we'll start with uh, our usual our usual stuff. We go for our top three of the week. And Dave, the Blackpool Combat Club, mm-hmm. the, the, the tag team of our listeners league when our last season, Adam Calle, five points this week. Going to be in a big match at double or nothing. What's your thoughts? You know what? I was having a little bit of doubt when Adam originally chose them as his tag team, given that, you know, with the addition of Wheeler, Utah, I thought they maybe adopt the Freebird rule. But as long as Moxley and Danielson are competing, you know, there's no denying, you know, they're actually proven to be quite a, a formidable team on AEW. And, you know, like you said, they're picking up wins on Rampage. They've got a big match at Double or Nothing. Although Danielson's status is sort of put into question a little bit, given that I believe at the one of the tapings, he actually got his leg caught between the ring and the ramp, and it was a, yeah. a bit of a kerfuffle. So we don't know what the the situation of that is. You know whether he's been written, is he going to be written off with injury, or is it going to be pulled from the match? 
But either way, it's, uh, it's a, it seems like it's a little bit touch and go with Blackpool Combat Club. One week they could be doing great. Other weeks, you know, they might not be scoring as big. But, you know, for Adam's sake, you know, as long as they're scoring points, that's all that really counts. Well, I, uh, according to my sources, Dave, uh, my, my reputable sources, of course, have told me that the, 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 the ramp to the ring leg injury thing was all a ruse. It was a work after after the tapings of Rampage as they hobbled off and apparently there was a like big old laugh behind the scenes and John Moxley and whatnot were all in and on it and and and, and something like that. So maybe maybe not all doing go the scenes, but we can only find out next week when we if we ease back on dynamite. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't write them off just just yet. There it is. But we are on to the, the best top two that I have ever seen. Right, and we'll go for the second because we all know what happened SmackDown last night. The Usos, unified tag team champions, beating RK Bro, appearances, boom, four, eight points, what we're saying. Superb for yourself, Jack. I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't wait to a pay-per-view, but no, no, this is brilliant for SmackDown and great points for yourself, Jack. I'm sure you'll be agreeing with that. Um, and they'll probably, I don't see them losing any of the, the tags for a while. And great news for you. Great choice. No surprises there. Not much to talk about, I'm afraid. <laughs> yes, it's an interesting one because obviously it was meant to be in WrestleMania Backlash, then they changed it to that six-man tag team and then obviously the, what came out was that there was never meant to be a unification match to begin with. And then I think because of the hype that maybe it came from, maybe they decided to do it anyway. Obviously, it's, it's probably a good time to maybe trigger the maybe the split of RK Bro at some point. Who knows? But yes, it, it's happened and I, I am very happy. But I will, I will go to our, our, our number one, Ryan. I'll, I'll stick with you. Uh, as a host, I'll give you two people to talk about. Uh, Tony Schiavone, once again, 12 points, top of the table. We see him. He's on 64 points. He's 14 points ahead of Cody Rhodes. And then third place in the table is your tag team of Banks and Naomi. And that's like, what, 20, 25 points ahead of them. So he's certainly, yeah. Tony Schiavone's going clear right now. Yeah, again, there's not much to add. It's the same... Same travel every week with Shatoni, and he's always top every week. He's just been a superb pick for you, Jack. Did you call him Shatoni? Sh- Shavoni, sorry. I thought you were just calling him shit, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been good. I wish I was clever enough for that. I was thinking, like, hey, cheers for six, right? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's our top three, and I will, I will go on to the, our, our overall table. And, and Dave, it's not spelling that great for you right now. The West End mm. Country Club and 77 points, and the highs of winning the season to being pretty much bottom of this full season. It's not, it's not kicked off yet, but we're not even at the halfway point. No, maybe maybe things can change. Who knows? The transfer season isn't a great season for me if we're looking historically. But if history is to repeat itself, I can turn things around and work my way back up the table again. So I think I'm just going to probably wait out until the transfer window and then I can make some necessary changes. And we've also got Ross McLeod to be coming on later on. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good McMahon, mighty good Mahan. Toying with you on 37 points. Adam Cali eight and sorry nine points in some position with how much wood can NXT champion Bond Breaker break if NXT champion Bond Breaker could break wood? Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> Sixth position, Gary Kerrin and your former tag team partner, King Mabel's Court on eighty-seven points. Uh, Ryan yourself, you're in fifth place at People's Union on ninety-three points. Scott yes. McLeod, fourth position in the fresh picks of Bel Air on ninety-four points, only one behind Scott. Uh, and we we jump there six points up to Stephen Wilson who's in third position with the Bells Hill Nightmares and a six point gap again to Chris Anthony Lopez 
on 106 points, the homeboy and the heartbreakers. And then we have a 33 and a half point gap after yesterday. And it's like a, a, a great week for myself this week. Uh, with Ban International friendlies in first position on 139 and a half points. I think if we look, I got 29 points this week. Double what second place got, which was Scott in 14. So it's, it's, it's probably it's been one of the better weeks for myself this week. And the, and the streak continues of how good how well this season's going for me. But we need to check how the other league is getting on Ryan, I guess. Oh. Your, your old friends, you, you've grown a sudden disdain for them. Can but, you call on friends? <laughs> tell us what's happening in Leicester's league. Uh, well, I'll, I'll rattle down top five and I'll have a little discussion with you guys. So, in fifth place, uh, Ross Brady and 144 points with Name Mysterios. Uh, in fourth, Robert fucking Shaw. Robert fucking Shaw and the Draft Bastards, 147 and a half. In third place, you got Lee McTeer with team name Living on a Chair by Lana Austin, 148. And then you've got a split for first place with a 18-point jump. You've got JP. <sighs> JP, fuck's <laughs> sake. Hello, is your daughter there? Requiem, Requiem, 166. And my favourite to win, just because he's not JP, Dan Axel Jameson, old age in laws, 166 as well. But yeah, massive gap between... Uh, the joint first and what is third place so that might be a trend of what's to come because it was a lot tighter two weeks ago when I was on the show or last week sorry or whenever I was on Uh, (laughs) but yeah that's looking like the trend now just a top two race Uh, Um, Ryan I've got a question yeah See JP's name. Hello, as your daughter there Requiem Requiem I'm maybe not down the kids I don't know what that's in reference to I don't have a clue I've not a Scooby. Uh, Excellent. Do, do we good. care? Do we care? No, but it's always puzzled me. I don't know. I don't know why it's always it's always puzzled me. I've never understood what the what the. You gotta give credit to you gotta give you gotta give credit to the listeners league though. They do come up with some creative team names. They do. They're better than us. Mm-hmm. I mean, veer to victory, veering off course, veer welcoming committee. <laughs> A couple of good ones there. <laughs> But no, uh, it's looking interesting. Um, yeah, I also had the top scorer this week was Robert Shaw. Robert 20, fucking 20, Shaw. Robert fucking Shaw in 28 points. Uh, I will say, consistency-wise, Robert's always been up the top, so fair play to him. No uh, credit but, no, no credit to MDL, so. The majority of the uh, teams actually had the Usos as their tag team as well, so there's a lot of people scoring big points with the Usos unifying the tag titles. Yes, Scott. Even the lesser league know who to pick first. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> <For laughs> sake. <laughs> That's why I keep telling him he messed up his first round tag team pick. Fuck's sake. <laughs> right, but that, uh, that's my points in that. <laughs> For some reason, there's, there's, some, there's some issues getting Ross on, so I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, do a wee, we'll do a wee thing. Right now, before, before he's able to join, uh, let's talk about how well the captains of each team oh, are no. doing. <laughs> But we won't we won't talk about uh, Tony Schiavone. Oh, well, I think we spoke. I think we have spoke enough about him. But uh, Dave, I think there's no surprise to see that uh, Cody Rhodes is in second place in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty points. Uh, do we? Honestly, do, I don't know if he will overtake Tony Schiavone in terms of 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 captaincy. But what's your what's what's your thoughts on the on on even him getting drafted like you know, so high in the in round one? Uh, I think it was a. Uh... A 
foregone conclusion, given how much of an impact he made with his return at Mania 38. You knew he was going to be a big-time player on Raw specifically. Uh, but given how far Steven was down the draft, I'm surprised people were holding off until uh, choosing a bit of a bit of an anomaly when it came to the, the draft. Given that, you know, we always had Cody and AEW, etc., having him in a WWE environment was obviously going to be a little bit different. But, you know, he took the gamble with it, hoping that Cody would get booked uh, like a top guy. And that's exactly what happened. So I, th- I think, I guess, people... You know, given that it's the transfer window season, it's a long season, they have to sort of be prepared for, you know, any sudden changes. And I think maybe people were more comfortable with veteran picks, you know, old reliables to get them through the first half of the season. And then, but then, you know, you've got some people who are much more, you know, they dive head first, go for a, an out there pick first, and sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it's the the former. Uh, and I... I won't lie that the reason, Ryan, I did bring up captaincy before, <laughs> before, before Ross does join us is obviously we know what happened this week with Banks and I and when we have them walking out, they've been stripped of the women's stripped of the women's tag titles, they are definitely suspended. They are your captains. The opportunity is there if you so wish to change your captain, and I think. There is maybe one person you should put it on, considering there's a pay-per-view coming up that you'll get quite a lot of points for. Yeah, I'm just going to, first of all, start that um, I'm all for Sasha and Naomi doing what they're doing. I understand why they did it on Monday. I'm all for it. You know, I'm the people's union, just looking after the clientele. But not the season <laughs> I put a captaincy on you. Please not. <laughs> Wait, Summer, after SummerSlam and Survivor Series, do you want... Pack it out in the front line outside uh, the wherever they are that week. Sure, but not 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 here, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm begging. I was doing so all right, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, uh, that pretty much brings me down to having four picks on my team. So <laughs> um, I will be changing that soon, probably. <laughs> I would. I would recommend if you're going to make a change. I'd recommend doing it now. Because you'll get no points from Banks and Naomi next week, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just have to... I think there's a clear favourite who to put it on, but I'll have to double-check. Right. Well, <laughs> I, won't, I, won't say, I won't say anything now. I'll, I'll let you have a look whilst I introduce our current Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet Champion. Ross McLeod, you are here. Apologies. I must have had a wrong Skype, uh, Skype contact there, Ross, when I added you in. I was like, why is this not happening? So there was the same profile picture and that, but you're here now. You're here against the, to defend the title against David Talkney. How are you feeling? I mean, David thinks I'm here to defend the title, but I mean, I'd just like to address Mr. Hockney and just say, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Question one, how dare you? Kelly Kapoor, 2008. <laughs> Iconic quote. And secondly, wait, can I just cast your mind back? Distinguished hosts. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll take the right honourable Hockney back <laughs> in time as well. What does every winner, bar me, because I won the championship, because I'm that damn good, what does every winner get when they win the draft? An a title opportunity? The title, the earliest, oppor- the earliest opportunity, I guess. Yes. A title opportunity. And let us cast our minds back to the goat tones, the bad times, 
<laughs> where between them, they decided a title shot would be taken up by Mr. Ryan Gallagher and Mr. David Campbell stepped aside. Now, I notice I'm on with Mr. David Hockney, however, the true girth of men on a mission, Mr. Gary Kernan. Where is he today? <laughs> I'm sorry, has, has Gary authorised you, David, to use up the singular title shot that your team has, has earned? Has, has Gary authorised you to use up the only title shot given to the last season's winner? Because that, that doesn't sound like the Gary Kernan I know. And I, I just don't feel proper as well with Alan McLucas still not ha- being given his title shot. I don't think there's going to be a title shot today until clarity can be given over who gets the title shot from last season's winners. I can I can confirm that the, the, the hoodwinks of what happened with the Goat Tones last year was down to Stephen Wilson. He allowed it for for a ratings pop. And a ratings pop. No, no such conversation has been had today. Gary will not be here. I was not. I, I was not privy to the conversation that's 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 been had for organising this title shot. Uh, for no, neither was I. Neither was I. I wasn't on. Wasn't on the committee. No, no. Um, once, no a, I, once again, once again, your champion. Not taking out for a nice dinner before he is absolutely screwed. <laughs> I a, a message was put in uh, from from <laughs> from us saying that Ross is free on Saturday uh, at David Hockney if you fancy popping on to get your draft shot. Uh, Dave, I don't. I, maybe maybe you can maybe you can give some some clarity into how come it's how come you you are able to be here. Uh, Gary has he forgone his title shot, and does Alan get to face the winner here? Well, the reason that I used my opportunity today was because I was asked to come on and use that opportunity. You specifically, Jack, said, at David Hockney, and I have the message to confirm it, at David Hockney, would you like to use the opportunity? I said yes. So, where's that? I mean, where's that? More of a farce every single week with this show. I tell you, I tell you, the ratings took a bigger dive than bloody Harry Kane at the oh, Euros actually, when David Campbell left. Hold, hold the thought. Hold the thought. It's not Jack that's responsible Aye, for this. Well seen, prick. Sorry. Drop <laughs> the cloud. It looks like you've just been backstabbed by your own brother. Because absolutely does anything anything to pop a rating and get Ross back on. You know what I mean? The <laughs> the Boba the Boba Fett show of the ESSR universe is failing. So bring on the Mandalorian. <laughs> it was Scott that invited me on to use the opportunity, not Jack. I apologize, you Jack. Know you know what? My Saturday's ruined now. We may as well do it. You know what? Take on all comers. We feel no foe. There's the fighting champion I want to see. Right, so we are in that moment of the show. It is the suplex retweet championship question showdown pitch that I don't give a fuck about. We are, <laughs> we are on. We are doing. We're doing the usual. We ask the question. The answer will get sent to Ryan. Ryan will read out the answers, and I'll declare who the champion is. Uh, 
whoever wins this, you do have, I guess, Dave, I don't know, I don't know what's happened between you and Gary, but Alan does have a title shot to come, so I guess he will be the next challenger if he can get in before uh, double or nothing. So I, I say an open invite to Alan to come on next week and get that get that sorted. Alan Lucas, please come on next week for the show and use your title shot against whoever wins here, maybe. Right, we'll move on. We'll move on to the question. Are you both ready? Yes. I why not, eh? So, WrestleMania Backlash 22 happened a couple of weeks ago. We had six matches on that card. I want you to tell me what the shortest match time was of the card and who had that match. <laughs> tell Ryan, not me. Yeah, tell me. Right, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the fucking card. Oh, David is quick. Um, I don't know. Shot in the dark here. Oh, okay. Okay. Ryan, read us out the answers. So, David was like uh, immediate. He went 8 minutes 40 seconds for the good old faithful Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. Whereas, good old Ross McLeod here. Corbin and Moss, eight minutes, four seconds. Oofed. There is a winner. There is an exact winner. I don't know, I don't know how I feel about how quick it's came in, but <laughs> our, our winner and our new champion with a voice crack, <laughs> David Hockney. David, yes. how, how did you know that so fast? Because we, me and Ryan actually previewed WrestleMania Backlash on Saturday Draft Live, and funnily enough, me and Ross reviewed it on Central. So oh, no, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I blocked it from my memory. Not Backlash, just doing a show with David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had blocked that match from my mind, and I was, I was sitting there going, what? Shit, is there, is there any? Because I thought the tag match, the second match on the show, was there not a tag match, second on the show? Um, I I think I'll need to hold it back up here. Uh, I think there was, a, I think the only, there was, no, the second match was almost against Bobby Lashley. Right, that's, I, I was thinking, the sec, I knew the second match on the card, and I'm like, I think that might be it. I skipped. I skipped Corbin versus Moss because like, I'm not watching that. But ah, oh, well. So it, we do. It, it, just, it just appears that injustice has been done again. It's absolutely <laughs> despicable. Never before has a man had to go up against three pissing challengers. <laughs> but alas, Ross, you have been probably the. The uh, on record, probably one of the best defending champions we've had on this podcast as of late with the amount of times you have successfully defended that title, but your reign has come up short now <sighs> to to David Hockney. I know there must be bittersweet losing, losing to Dave, but... Bittersweet losing to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, that's funny enough. This is actually my second time I've won a draft opportunity, so I've currently got 100% win record in uh, draft title opportunities. 
Well, I have 100% no interest in this conversation. Good day. <laughs> well, now, we now know that, obviously, the main, we don't need to edit out that bit because Ross has lost the, lost the title. Scott and Dave, you're hosting. Well, Dave, you're hosting next week with Scott. Mm-hmm. I, I will put out there now, there should be an open invitation to Al McLucas to come on and use his title opportunity, if he is free, to come up against you for that championship. Do you accept if he is able to come on? Well, I mean... He should have used it before last season finished, where me and Gary got our opportunities. But if he wants to fall short against me, then fine. <laughs> Brilliant. Hopefully, hopefully, Alan can come on next week. That has been Saturday Draft Live. Thanks to Ryan. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. Dave. Thank you very much. And Ross, thank you for coming on at the end there. I ruined my day. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, there's still a cup final to go, Ross. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> and we'll see you later on. Ta-ra. Sports Social Podcast Network.